0: So the following is the master's article for the February Trestle Board, and I would happen to be the master this year. So from the east, greetings ladies and brethren. Our installation this year was a rather small event, being on a Friday night and because of those who were unable to attend due to illness, travel, or other reasons. For those who were not able to make it, I would like to share my words to the audience as we concluded the evening and hope to see you much more during this upcoming year. Friends, family, distinguished guests, and brethren. Thank you again for joining us at our annual Installation of Officers, and a big thank you to the installing team for a job well done. This is my fourth time of having the honor of leading this outstanding Lodge of Fine Men. I'm amazed and awed by the faith that they have put in me, and I only hope that I can continue to lead with their support down the successful path we have been on for many years. As many of you know, our Lodge started a podcast last year that currently has almost 70 episodes published as of today. In our most recent episode, we focused on the obligation and shared a few articles on this topic. One of these articles deeply impacted me as I thought about it today, what Masonry means to me, and what it should mean to all of you. I would like to share a few thoughts from this article. As Masons, we take obligations, but Masonry also gives us opportunities. The opportunity to help those less fortunate than ourselves, the opportunity to correct faults in ourselves, and the opportunity to better ourselves by broadening our horizons through study and self-improvement. Obligations and opportunities come in many forms. For the benefit of our family and loved ones, we have the obligation of keeping ourselves mentally, physically, socially, and spiritually fit. For the benefit of our lodge, we have an obligation to support it in all its purposeful and beneficent activities. And for the benefit of Masonry, we have the obligation and opportunity to create a favorable image in order that the world may know that upon becoming a Mason, we have become better men. As Masons, we practice integrity. It is that virtue which comes from an honest pursuit of idealism through a determined pursuit of improvement. In other words, if we set for ourselves an objective which is idealistic, and in which we strive to improve ourselves every day, in every way, we are bound to develop that outstanding trait of impeccable integrity. Responsibility is an implied obligation. As Masons, we should exercise sound and acceptable judgment in all our actions, and should be willing to be held accountable for all such actions. This obligation imposes a heavy load upon us because it impresses us with the fact that we reflect masonry to the public. If we are responsible citizens, responsible workers, and responsible members of our communities and our families, we cannot help but raise the standards of Freemasonry wherever we are. Last year my theme was Strengthening the Bonds and I see no reason to deviate from that theme this year. So, let us continue to strengthen the bonds with all those we come in contact with by remembering our obligations practicing integrity, being responsible, and taking every opportunity to let the guiding light of Freemasonry shine from us, through us, and all around us. Thanks for listening. Our installation of officers this year was small but intimate. We appreciate most worshipful John Troner and his lovely wife Dana for attending our installation and being a part of it. The evening included friends and Grand Lodge officers, along with the youth orders, while Disney chapter of Demolay presented the flag. Our Worshipful Master did a great job in planning the event. During presentations, Worshipful Aaron provided our lodge pin to the most Worshipful Grand Master, attached to a three-legged pig. You will have to ask somebody who is in attendance for the story behind that. As always, Solomon's staircase was inclusive of our youth orders as well. During dinner, donations were accepted for Demolay and Job's daughters, Thank you, everyone. We raised $150 for each youth group. They were as surprised as we were. Let this symbolize a prosperous year for Solomon Staircase Lodge, number 357. A Candidate's Journey, written by our own Carlos Diaz, Jr., past master, and our current senior warden. The Mysteries of Masonry. Okay, let's admit it. We all looked online before joining Masonry to find out what secrets we could learn before being initiated into the craft. Even after joining Masonry the curiosity and wonder of many minds still entertains the thought of what if or what you still may not know about the craft. There's no shortage of hypotheticals or online conspiracies. One just needs to type words having to do with Masonry, witchcraft, initiation, or mysticism. Plenty of opinions are available through websites or on YouTube. Most have no basis for their theories other than hearsay of a man blindfolded dressed as a medieval heretic. This article is not about divulging secrets, explaining what happens during degrees, or even rebuking online theories. If anything, we'll roll with the punches and actually explore some of the opinions that are floating on various websites. Yeah, seriously. The image of a candidate blindfolded. We've seen this in movies, online, in music videos, during music concerts, etc. My question to you. Do you think this is only related with Freemasonry? In other words, couldn't this relate with almost anything? As promised, we would expand on this theory and add to it. The case of a person being blindfolded. It could mean several things. First, the unknown. By being blindfolded, it could represent what someone does not know. It could refer to what is yet to be learned. Not knowing something also informs you of what you still need to learn. The mind, or your third eye, is not used as much as it should be we rely too much on sight to interpret what we see to understand life. It's no secret that spirituality, Eastern religion, meditation, and spa treatments encourage mindfulness and mental stimulation. I would agree with that. The only thing missing is a blindfold. The above mentioned is encouraging you to utilize your mind to explore the faculties available to you. By being blindfolded, you don't have the convenience to remove your hand from your face when you want to cheat and see what's before you. The unknown creates you to examine what you don't know. To contemplate thought over matter of what you find to be important and true. To know thyself. Another great explanation for concealing one of your five senses. It causes you to heighten all other senses. What do you hear? What do you feel? Do you smell anything? Again, you have the ability to explore and interpret what you cannot see. These are available to you any time of the day. You were born with these gifts, but how often do you use them? Even though this relates to your acquisition of knowledge, many don't use them. I ask, who's stopping you from using these senses to build your spiritual and intellectual self? Perhaps it's just you and no one else. I would suggest that empowering and enhancing all senses helps one align their mind with their physical body. If you notice commercials or advertisements associated with yoga, meditation, and other related topics to well-being, the person is typically performing an act with their eyes closed. Isn't this the same as being blindfolded? Aren't they stimulating their mind or third eye to think better? Here's something most never consider by not seeing. Breathing. Yes, breathing or breath control. The importance of controlled breathing or taking deep breaths, it can actually help you avoid injury. It can stimulate your mind to relax you, to calm you, to help you become focused and or self-centered in a positive way. The steady flow of intentional in and out breathing can transform your mind and body. Breathing is a key component in hatha yoga and modern day yoga related with asana and pranayama. Deep breathing increases prana. These deal with posture, breathing techniques, and meditation poses. You may be wondering why this is important. Consider this. Short, quick, shallow breaths, top lung breathing, can trigger the body's stress response and deplete energy. Taking long, deep breaths, bottom lung breathing, can open your channels and get you in a flow. Hence, taking deep, controlled breaths, you don't concentrate on this with your eyes open. Having your eyes closed, you concentrate more on a rhythmic pace. Similar to that, how distracted are you when you can see everything around you? This goes back to being focused and sharpening your mind. By being blindfolded or closing your eyes, you are able to focus on a topic. You'd be surprised how many answers will come to you when you contemplate deep in thought. Not all answers come from a book or website. When it is suggested to look within, it's not cliché. There is relevance to it. Lastly, I'll leave you with this thought. We are told that children learn most in their first five years. It's no surprise five years is the same as the five senses. As children, we learned by using all senses. The first sense we could not use was our sight. Now as adults, it's the sense we use most. Perhaps we can consider going back to the beginning and excluding sight by practice to enhance our other senses. Close your eyes and open your mind. Black History Month. Why February is the month of recognition. Black History Month, also known as African American History Month in the U.S., is an annual observance in Canada, Ireland, the Netherlands, the United Kingdom, and the United States. It began as a way for remembering important people and events in history of the African diaspora. It is celebrated annually in the United States, in Canada in February, as well as in the United Kingdom, the Netherlands, and Republic of Ireland in October. In the early 20th century, while he earned a master's degree from the University of Chicago and a Ph.D. from Harvard, both in history, Carter Godwin Woodson witnessed how black people were underrepresented in the books and conversations that shaped the study of American history. According to the way many historians taught the nation's past, African Americans were barely part of the story, a narrative that Woodson knew was not true. So in 1915, he and Jesse E. Moreland founded the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History, now the Association for the Study of African American Life and History, or the ASALH. The organization would promote studying black history as a discipline and celebrate the accomplishment of African Americans. If a race has no history, it has no worthwhile tradition. It becomes a negligible factor in the thought of the world, and it stands in danger of being exterminated, Woodson said of the need for such a study. In 1926, Woodson and the ASALH launched a Negro History Week to bring attention to his mission and help school systems coordinate their focus on the topic. Woodson chose the second week in February, as it encompassed both Frederick Douglass's birthday on February 14th and Abraham Lincoln's birthday on February 12th. A number of mayors had already adopted the celebration as a municipal event by the time President Gerald Ford decreed Black History Month a national observance in 1976, on both the 50th anniversary of the first iteration and America's bicentennial year. In celebrating Black History Month, Ford said in his message, we can seize the opportunity to honor the too often neglected accomplishments of black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history. Presidents have issued national decrees with each year's theme since the 1970s. Prince Hall and American History Prince Hall was an African-American noted as an abolitionist for his leadership in the free black community in Boston and as the founder of Prince Hall Freemasonry, a branch of North American Freemasonry founded on September 29, 1784. Prince Hall lobbied for education rights for black children and was active in the Back to Africa movement. Prince Hall lodges are composed predominantly of African-Americans. There are two main branches of Prince Hall Freemasonry the independent state Prince Hall Grand Lodges, most of which are recognized by regular Masonic jurisdictions, and those under the jurisdiction of the National Grand Lodge. The most borschtful Prince Hall Grand Lodge of California is recognized and consistently included with Grand Lodge of California events. 100% Officer Giving. Worshipful Reddick is asking Solomon Staircase Lodge to continue our support for the California Masonic Foundation. The 100% officer giving benefits so many different programs. If you are able to participate or can only donate a portion, please coordinate with the Worshipful Master. Every bit helps. Visit the Grand Lodge website for more information. Donate on behalf of yourself or donate on behalf of the Lodge. Give a gift. Make a one-time donation or an ongoing donation and designate which program it benefits. If you would like to join the lodge with a combined donation, that would be a great way to participate. And the links to both are included in the Trussel Board. Raising a Reader Public Schools Advisory Council has already started reaching out to lodges throughout Orange County. The importance of providing age-appropriate books in public schools from award-winning authors has a lasting effect for the child and their family. We have heard countless stories of how much children benefit from reading books each week. This not only improves their enunciation, but also helps build their confidence and self-esteem. This also makes them more comfortable to speak in front of a group. Please mark your calendar and join us on March 20th at 8.30 a.m. The most worshipful John Troner, Grand Lodge of Officers, Orange County PSAC members, and local school administrators will be at Martin Elementary School in Santa Ana, located at 939 West Wilshire Avenue. The social begins with coffee and donuts at 8.30 a.m. Come on down. We're going to donate a lot of money. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a comment. We enjoy hearing from our listeners. If you really like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends and lodge members. Visit us online at SolomonStaircase.org.